feel of light coming to me. Show me what I need to see. Welcome to the Small Victories Podcast. I'm your host, Pauline Victoria, an inspirational thought leader that offers transformational perspectives based on my unique experiences as a woman born without arms and legs. I feel like my life has been full of small victories that has led me to discover the greatness within. I believe that there is no summit upon which we reach our greatness. I believe it is a culmination of small victories achieved moment by moment when we turn toward the inward battle where we get to choose despair or hope, misery or miracles, defeat or victory. My goal is to awaken your potential, your purpose, and your power so that you can discover the greatness that lives within you. Think of this podcast as your weekly portion of tools, stories, and teachings that help you reflect on the small victories in your life. Thanks for tuning in and let's begin. Thanks for joining another episode of the Small Victories Podcast. I'm your host, Pauline Victoria. Be the best version of yourself. This is the phrase and message I often relate to Oprah, but she's not the only one that helps people do just that. Personal development essentially helps you recognize that you are at the root of your life and there's results you experience, but you don't just get there. If it was easy, everyone would be on the personal development train living their best life, but we know this just isn't the case. And this is why we need others to guide and support us on our personal growth journey. One such person is our guest in this episode, Rob Cressy. Rob helps creators and entrepreneurs do great things, spanning the worlds of personal growth and self-mastery to marketing and branding building. His unique approach helps you become a better leader, fulfill your personal and business success, and enjoy life. Rob's purpose in life is to be a positive force for good that leads others to what's possible. Rob, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be jamming with you. I love your energy. I love the topic we're going to dive into. Personal development has got to be one of my favorite topics to talk about, but it's far and few between that I meet people in my day-to-day life that I can, as you say, jam with in terms of talking about self-mastery and personal growth. And so thank you for coming on my show to do that. You're welcome. And you know why that is? Because we are uncommon by design. Because as you said in the intro, that the majority of the world wishes they had this, but most people aren't willing to go from idea to action. And what separates you and I, and hopefully many of the people listening and watching right now from others is our ability to be uncommon by designing it and living in action. Yes. So I'm just going to dive right in. Let's go deep. Why is that? Why are people afraid to take that leap? Well, one, because fear is not fun. Comfortable (laughs) is always comfortable. And most people live by default. One of my favorite quotes that I learned from my branding coach was live by design, not by default. And number one, The majority of the world probably does not enjoy what they do. Number two, they've not created a process for themselves to do the things to get to where they want to do. But quite frankly, if we get to the real root of it, 
you know what it is? It's a lack of self-awareness because I was not always this person. If you were to have spoken to me 12 years ago, I was this work hard, play hard party bro who had no personal growth and development, never read books, never meditated, journaled, any of this different stuff. I was nowhere near to this person. And you know what was missing from me? Two things. Number one, self-awareness, and number two, growth mindset. So when I left my corporate job and went all in on myself to be an entrepreneur and make my dreams happen, when you're at zero, you're like, well, crap. I got to figure out what in the world to do because like I'm bringing in no money and everything's on me. And that's when the self-awareness kicked in. I was like, wait a second, everything is on me in a good way. My time, my decisions, I had complete freedom. So now it's like, well, wait, if everything is on me, I can then design anything from when I wake up to what I eat, to how I work out, to the people that I meet, to the things that I do in all areas of your life. And then it's like the world goes from black and white to color. You're like, whoa, I can do anything. And then the second part of this is the growth mindset. So the growth mindset, meaning number one, I'm not stuck in this position. Number two, things can always get better. And number three, I am in control of that. So now, not only do I see the world as I can do anything that I want, I am completely in control and I'm the one who gets to choose that. And without those two things, you just live a life by default where you wake up every single day and you do the same things because comfortable is comfortable and people enjoy just doing that. But I don't wanna live a comfortable life. I wanna live my best life. Mm, so comfort and your best life. So being comfortable and living your best life can't operate in the same sphere. No, because nothing great ever came from your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Because by design, if things that were great were easy to do, everybody would be doing them, but that's not it. So discomfort happens when you learn something new, when you do something that you haven't done before, when you overcome your self-limiting beliefs, your judgments, your fears. And when you start any journey and you grow at zero by design, you don't know anything on what you're about to do. So literally for the last 12 years, I've woken up every single day and I've flown the airplane while learning how to fly the airplane <laughs> while selling the airplane at the same time, because that's the goal of everything that we're doing is you're creating this new world and life for yourself and you're figuring it out as you go and you're going to take some lumps, but a lot of people will focus on that and allow that to stop them or the growth mindset part of you, which you continually build and double down on says, boom, I'm going to learn something. I'm going to get better. I'm going to keep going. Okay. So you have said so much in a little bit amount of time, which is amazing, but I want to back it up just a little bit. Does something bad have to happen in order for people to go from black and white to Technicolor? No. Not in the least bit, because only one thing needs to happen, actually. Yeah. The desire to change. That's okay. it. So literally, in one second right now, someone could choose to go from black and white to color, where you say, I'm done. And if you think about anything in life where someone wants to quit smoking or get out of a bad relationship, or I want to get my finances in order, whatever it is, 
It is really, they just say, what is the straw that broke the camel's back? But it is a moment where they just say, I'm done. I am no longer living like this. We always have that choice and that power inside of us at any point. And I'll give a great example of this. So I was on a coaching call where I was on the receiving end of things and I was doing some internal work and it was around, uh, I was always thinking about my journey all the time. So for the last 12 years, I've not stopped thinking about everything, my growth, my development, my potential, wanting to speak on stage in a sold out arena, help 10 million people, all of this stuff. And I was like, I'm tired of thinking about this all the time. And my coach said, Rob, you're always going to think about this all the time because as you grow, your potential grows. So be at peace with it. And I was like, wait a second, the word peace, I realized in all the declarations and mantras and the internal work that I've done on myself, I had never really used the word peace as part of my vocabulary. So I was like, wait a second, can we explore that for a second? He's like, yeah, man, you can just give up the narrative that you're a victim of always thinking about this and your unrealized potential and just realize it is what it is and that's okay and be at peace with it. And I sat there and I took a breath and I was like, holy crap, I feel that I'm at complete peace with that. And then I was like, well, wait a second. If I can be at peace with this unrealized potential and always thinking, and that was just a choice, are you telling me I can then choose to be at peace with everything? And he's <laughs> like, yes. And just like that, the declaration was born. I am at peace with everything. And this is my long-winded way of saying all it was is a choice. Mm. I choose to step into peace just like you can choose to step into anything that you want. Yes, yes. I love how you broke it up into two different pillars, self-awareness and growth mindset. And so I guess the first step would be to be self-aware that you're self-aware. There's awareness and there's an intention. And I think these are two words that go hand in hand with each other because you want to be intentional about everything that you do. And the way that you do that is by being self-aware. You understand your surroundings, everything that you're doing. And most people just live by default. So they just aren't aware about everything. It might be some things. And I think a lot of times the simplest example of this is you're just at the grocery store and you see somebody on their cell phone and they pretty much walk into you because they're not paying attention and they're just walking straight into something. That person lacks awareness. So that's a spatial awareness of where they are or what they're doing. But then that applies to all areas of your life in literally every single area of your life. And more than likely that person who's not aware of the grocery store is probably also not aware of a lot of things in their life. So therefore they're not looking to improve on things because they don't even know that that exists. It's almost like a binary thing. It's a one or a zero. When you're not aware, you don't even know that exists. So that's why a lot of times I feel like I'm speaking hieroglyphics yeah. because people just don't get what I'm talking about because it's not part of their awareness because it's the news or social media or email or Slack. It's just like, there's so much thrown at them all the time that their attention and awareness is designed by somebody else as opposed to when you're self-aware, you control your inputs and you understand you're in charge of everything. 
So now you can start to say, all right, what do I need to do or who do I need to be to show up in each and every one of these situations? Wow. That is really good. And I, I do agree with the statement, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So how long have you been on this personal growth journey? My entire life. I mean, that, <laughs> the real answer is my entire life, but more specifically the last 12 years when I left my corporate job to live my dreams, because that's when I became a different person. That's when self-awareness and that's when growth happened. Because I remember, so when I'm sitting there at zero, I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? And I was like, I'm going to audit the success habits of the most successful people, the people that I aspire to be like and do things like. What are the things that I keep hearing over and over again, the habits, routines, the mindsets, the ways of being? And one of them was the average CEO reads 60 books a year. And I'm like, crap, I'm reading zero. I think I want to get on that. So that's actually where my growth mindset came from because I read one book when I was reading zero and then maybe it was something like Rich Dad, Poor Dad or Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. One of the ones that most people read early on in their journeys, those classics. Well, then you read one and then you're like, well, what other books do these people have? And then all of a sudden within one of those books, they'll be like, oh, and I really like this book by blah, blah, blah. And you're like, all right, well, if it's in this book, maybe I'll just check out that one. And then you're like, wait a second, you're telling me I can learn whatever I want from the best people in the world? Ding, ding, ding. It was like a light bulb went off. I was like, I am going to learn from the best people possible in every single area that I want. And to sort of yes end this, a huge moment in my life was when someone said to me, Rob, if you ever hope to get paid to do what you love, you better be doing it already. And I was like, oh, that makes complete sense. I want to get paid to talk about sports for a living. What should I do? I should teach myself podcasting, being a host, being on camera, audio and video editing, social media marketing, brand building, apparel, how to build a community, all of this different stuff. So now once I adopted my growth mindset on this, boom, black and white to color. Wow. That is amazing. I want to applaud you right now. <laughs> Just so, it sounds so simple. It really does. It's like, okay, this is what I want to do. What do I need to do to get there? Do those things. And there you go. Then you have life by design. And so if you had to give your advice on the one book that you would advise anybody who is just starting out this journey, what would it be? Oh, there are so many good ones. And by the way, it is this simple. If I can do it, anybody can do it because I started at zero. So to think that I had any sort of leg up or anything different than anyone, no revenue, no experience, no relationships, no nothing. So in terms of uh, best book when starting out your journey, I'm just trying to think of, oh, here it is. The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. It's probably my favorite book. I've got a lot of favorite books. And here's why I will give this book as a recommendation. Because it is about what to do when things don't go the way that you want them to. So I was very aware in my entrepreneurial journey of what could stop me from having my dreams come true. And you know what that was? Me giving up and me quitting. And I knew that this path 
was going to be more like a roller coaster than linear, like everybody wants. So everyone's used to the corporate lifestyle where you just keep going up the ladder, making more money, having a bigger title. And you're like, boom, this is incredible. Not entrepreneurship is the complete opposite of that. So I was like, I need to become an expert internally and mentally at what to do when things go wrong. Therefore, I know it's going to go wrong. It is inevitable. That is literally what I signed up for. I signed up for how to do things when they go wrong. All right. Now, overcoming that and uh, finding a way to push through the adversity in the name of keeping going forward. So the obstacle is the way is about what stands in the way becomes the way. You find a way over, under, around, through, beneath, anything to get to the next phase of where you want to go. And I share that because it is not the motivation and rah-rah that most people would want. It is the unsexy, it is the uncomfortable. And actually, this is a great circular thing to what we talked about at the beginning about comfort. It is the opposite of that. If you specialize in discomfort, getting comfortable, being uncomfortable, that is one of the traits that will turn you into a superhuman. Yes, yes. Okay, so I totally agree with all of that. I feel like that is how I've lived my life where anything that I've wanted, there was no instruction manual, there was no mentor for me. And, and I'm talking simple things, not a business. Entrepreneurship is a different animal, right? But like swimming when I was 12 years old, right? Driving, living independently and going away to college without the safety net of my family. So all of these things, I understand when I go to the grocery store by myself, I'm uncomfortable. And I take it as an opportunity to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And so I would encourage anyone who's listening to this right now, look for those small opportunities. You know, going outside of your comfort zone doesn't mean having to jump off a cliff right away. It could mean just taking that next step into something that you're not so certain about, about yourself, about the situation, about the potential outcome, but you do it anyway. And I think those small baby steps, that's why I love my podcast called small victories. I feel like it's all about the small victories. So take those baby steps. I know we can look at Rob and oh, 12 years you've been on this journey. Of course you are where you are right now, but you did have to put in the, the work and the small steps in order for you to get to where you are today, 12 years later, we're just seeing the culmination of those right now. So what advice would you give people around taking those baby steps? That needs to become your life. So what I've learned the hard way is when you have your dream, you think you're going to get to the top of the mountain, you're going to plant your flag and be like, I am here. Yes, finally. But really, it is about the journey in the everyday and what you can do that layers onto that. That if you're waiting for your dream to come true for you to finally be happy, guess what? That is not the right way to live. Instead, happiness to me is the day-to-day -day journey of creating the dream and what I love to do. So for me, it's all about the micro. I love how you framed that because it is so true when people want like the blueprint for success or what in the world do I do? 
It's about consistency. It's about systems and processes. It's about the micro. What is the one thing that you can do right now that can help you move forward? It is why I am so fanatical about my morning routine. Well, why is that? Because what you see today is a series of me doing a morning routine every single day, including the weekends for 12 straight years. So why is that? Because how you start your day will set the tone for how the rest of it will go. If I wanna be the best version of myself every single day, how do I need to create myself? Well, I should probably read something because by design, if I learn something today, then I'm better than I was yesterday and that's a great goal to have. Boom, let's read for 30 minutes. Let's add five minutes of meditation. Let's add some journaling. Let's add some self-cultivation in creating who you are and speaking into existence, who you know to be true so that you own and create the story of who you are. Because I also know this to be true. As the day goes on, here comes the world saying, guess what? We have our agenda. We want your attention and everything. We're going to give you fear and negativity and self-limiting beliefs and other people doing other things that may or may not be true. And all of a sudden, this willpower and this story that you have about yourself, and then all of a sudden, something good doesn't happen in your life. And you're like, oh, my God. And then now here comes the world just coming down on you. What is your process the next day to show up and be like, boom, I'm excited for today. It is to create the process so that no matter what happens, you can create yourself into the best version of yourself every single day. And the analogy is like a computer. A computer has a boot sequence to make it a computer, right? It's like run these programs, boom. Now Microsoft Word is up. We are the exact same way you can program yourself to be the best version of yourself to boot up every single day. All it takes is self-awareness, intention, and consistency. Mm, yes, and I know you have on your website at robcressy.com a free gift to help people create that morning routine for themselves. And I think that's so important. Yeah, go to robcressy.com backslash morning. And after enough people like Rob, tell me about your morning routine. I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to create, design your best self, a guide to creating a morning routine that serves you. So in the process of auditing all of the success habits, I then did trial and error. What did I like? I kept. What did I not like? I threw it away. Well, congratulations. I did all of the work on myself to give you the new menu to say, hey, here's some possibilities of nine things that I do every single morning to create my best self. Doesn't mean you need to do all of them or any of them. It's just a possibility for you. So try it on for size. Say, hey, did I like this? Cool, keep it. But in like it, boom, throw it away. And that way you can start to live by design. So now when you say, how do you create your best self? Well, guess what? you create your best self. You figure out what you like and who you want to be and who you are, and then you design it. Yes. And I love how you keep using the word design. I think we forget that we are the designer and creator of our life because we have been so programmed to believe we know who we are, but it's in relation to our roles that we play the people that have influenced us, all sorts of external factors that get into our minds about who we think we are. So there's this idea of having to remove this veil 
because I feel like when I started this journey, and even just recently, what I resonate with most with you is that self-awareness is key to your whole life. So what I've come to recently is I really valued that I know who I am. I know all my bad parts. I know all my good stuff. I know who I am. And yet that journey continues to go even further and makes me realize, do I really know who I am and question that even more? So I'd like to hear your perspective on that, of removing that veil and people who think they know who they are versus really knowing who they are and then being able to take that step to creating and designing who they are. Oh, I love this because you are on the right path. So number one, I don't believe that most people know who they are. Why is that? I would like you to give me a document right now that shows me who you are. Can you do that? So if we think about life, can you actually give someone something that says, this is who I am? I think I know who I am, but what is your consistency for creating who you are? And there's a big distinction here, just how you show up by default. Oh, I am this person versus these are the best versions of myself, how I'm showing up every single day. So for me, I've got a document that starts with, I am full of love. I am constant creation of who I am. I am that I believe. I'm a force of attraction. Literally, I speak out loud who I am. So there is no question in my end on who is Rob. I give this away. That's part of my morning routine thing because now you know that. But now when we remove the veil, I think this is going to be a huge gift for you. So for the things that don't serve us, the judgments, the fears, the self-limiting beliefs, those narratives and stories that we just accept, oh, that's just part of who I am or how I was raised or it is what it is. So when I started my journey, when I audited the success habits of everyone, I was like, all right, what is going to help me accomplish my goals and dreams faster? Positivity or negativity? Well, positivity, of course, negativity is actually going to take me further away from where I want to go, right? Of course. Therefore, negativity no longer has any place in my life. It's this binary, a one or a zero. So when you talk about my energy, well, why is that? Well, it's very simple. Once again, why would I be negative? That's not going to get me to where I want to go. And being happy is way better than the alternative. So now as we look at our fears and judgments and self-limiting beliefs, hmm, that stuff sounds pretty negative. And you could be someone who's a 90% positive, 10% negative. But how much weight is that 10% having in your mind or in your life? How often is it getting triggered? Is it weighing you down? And I'm preaching from my own experience in this. I know these self-limiting beliefs of lack or not enoughness where I, I'm not doing enough. I don't have enough. I'm not being enough. So the key in the next level of this is step one, take inventory of your judgments. Take 30 minutes or an hour and you have to be ready to do the deep internal work. Focus, no distractions and sit there and write down your fears, your judgments and your self-limiting beliefs. The stories that you have of yourself that are not helping you or supporting you. Step number two, I want you to see your innocence in this. I want you to forgive yourself. Treat yourself with love and kindness because you would never wake up consciously every single day and be like, 
you are not enough. No, that is freaking stupid. There is something else going on. So can you give yourself that gift of freedom where you release that weight off the chest like I did when I felt peace and you go, ah, I forgive myself for judging myself that I am not enough. Ah, I can see my innocence in that. I forgive myself. Now, step number three, we're gonna create a powerful declaration of who we truly are, our truth, because I know to be true that I am abundant in everything that I do and I'm a force for good in this world. Mm, that feels way better than I am not enough. So now go back to that document of who I am. I'm abundant in everything that I do and I'm a force for good in this world. Boom, every single morning, speak that out loud, feel into it. And now you're doing it step one to create who you are, but step two, because you know who you are not. Woo, okay. That was power right there. I hope you go back and you listen to this and you start taking notes. This is a very good processing of how to do what you have worked on for the last 12 years. And, you know, just as you learn from the best of the best, those that you admired and were successful, now we get to learn from you. How does that feel? Well, it feels incredible. And it's why I do what I do. Like you said, my purpose in life is to be a positive force for good that leads others to what's possible. Because truly, if I can do this, anyone can do this because it is literally that simple because if instead of jumping on this monster narrative of our entire life or our entire dreams or our entire journey or years or all of this different stuff hey what is the process for this one thing what can you do in this exact moment so i have a podcast called best year ever and how do you create your best year ever and for me it is a lifestyle and it's a mindset and it's a way of being well, how was that? Your best year ever is just your best month ever, which is just your best week ever, your best day ever, your best hour ever, your best moment ever. So to create your best year ever, all you have to do is show up in this exact moment and say, what can I do right here? And so many people live in the past or project in the future without being present right now. And if you're present right now, and as you said, just focus on that tiny little win that we're gonna get here, well, how about you just get one win, 10 wins, 100 wins, 1,000 wins today, and then do it all again tomorrow and rinse and repeat for 12 years. <laughs> That's all. That's all, folks. <laughs> Not that hard. <laughs> you know, the concepts are easy. And the doing is where I think people get stuck on it. But like Rob said, it is possible. I say it's possible. I know from my own personal experience that what you think is impossible is just that. It's just a thought. But as much as you think something is impossible, all you have to do is think that something is possible. And it is so. It does take some work. But if you're committed to getting outside your comfort zone, if you're committed to becoming more self-aware and having intention in designing yourself and the life that you want and, and having that growth mindset, you know, things are going to happen in our lives that are beyond our control. And we may not like it so much, 
but how do we stand up and respond to those things? How do we, by design, respond? Do you have any final words before we say goodbye? I do. And it comes down to why? Why am I like this? And there's two reasons for this. Number one, I know what it is like to not have this. You know what? I graduated college with a dream of working for an ad agency, being creative, brainstorming, and creating all of these ideas. And you know what it was? I was unemployed for a year and a half out of college. And my first job was working at a fifth third bank call center, doing inbound telemarketing, slinging home equity loans. It was literally the last thing I wanted to do on earth. I was making $10 an hour. My computer didn't have email access or the internet. It was the worst. And I had just graduated college. I was like, boom, I'm gonna do amazing things. And literally for 10 years of my life, I went from job to job that I did not like. I was like Peter from Office Space, clocking in seven minutes late and leaving seven minutes early and just living for the weekends. And I dreamed of the better life. And finally, when I decided to leave that world and my well-paying job at that time, why was that? Because I said to myself, I would regret it for the rest of my life if I didn't give it a shot at making my dreams happen. I had to know. So my why is so strong because of the life that I used to live that I hated and the life that I want to create and I am creating. And that's why I show up this way and with this energy because I woke up this morning and I was not slinging Fifth Third Bank home equity loans in a call center doing telemarketing. Oh my gosh, yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Your why is your whole motivation for staying in your commitment and your conviction and being able to step out of your comfort zone. So thank you for that, Rob. Thank you so much for showing up in this life. The way you do, I mentioned to you before we started this interview that I went to your website. I would encourage everybody to go to their website if you just want a little dose of joy and seeing what enthusiasm looks like because his pictures just jump through the website and you can feel the energy. You can just, the energy of, uh, what did you say? I'm a force of attraction. I actually have an emoji of a diamond. And when I feel into this every single morning, I just feel myself gleaming like a diamond. So when someone will even hit me up on Instagram being like, Rob, I loved this podcast, or all of a sudden I get a good parking spot. You know what I say to myself? I'm a force of attraction and I've collected evidence in this world that I am that. So I show up as this every single day. Yes. And that is evident just in your website. And hopefully people will hear what that feels like through your voice on this podcast episode. So thank you so much for coming on this podcast. I know we could probably talk forever and ever because the personal growth journey never stops. Even if you're in it 12 years, right? You're in this 12 years, you will never stop growing yourself because I think your coach said to you, once you unlock one potential level, then it's just up leveling to the next one. Well, exactly. And that's the beauty of the day-to-day -day mindset of these small victories. They just stack on top of each other. So all of a sudden you learn one thing and then you learn another thing. 
And then you know, learn another thing and you're like, holy smokes, I'm building a house, this is incredible. <laughs> All of these good things. And that is what the journey of a dream and happiness and success looks like to me. Just keep stacking those wins, baby. Yes. All right. I think that's a good place to end this interview. Stack those wins, baby. Here are this episode's takeaways. Live by design, not by default. As you grow, your potential grows. If you'd ever hope to get paid to do what you love, you better be doing it already. What stands in the way becomes the way. Create the process so that no matter what happens, you can create yourself into the best version of yourself every single day. Keep going. Don't ever give up. The only thing that stands between you and the life that you desire is you. Rob has given us great frameworks, recommendations on a book, different insights into his life to help you on your journey. So go for it one step at a time. It's not a big deal. It's simple. And you will be surprised of the freedom and the possibilities that you get to create. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Small Victories podcast. And until we meet again, be blessed. Angel of light, come into me. Show me what I need to see. You are my pathway into the light. Lead me from shadows to small victory